0: If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to edit your- It's SpongeBob SquarePants! Hey, everybody! Nickelodeon's newest, spongiest, square, Pantsiest Nicktoon!
1: Pretty cool, huh?
0: SpongeBob SquarePants, only on the best place to turn for new tunes! You're Nickelodeon!
1: Oh, boy! Now's my chance!
0: SpongeBob SquarePants is coming in July! There, I'd be square! Look at me, I'm naked. Really? Again with the interrupted commercial gag? You know what, screw this, I'm just gonna go. You obviously don't need me here. Welcome, one and all, to a very unusual episode of the podcast without a cool acronym, the (laughs) podcast where we usually review Disney television animation shows. I'm your host, Chandler DeRochet. Joining me on the podcast today, once again, we have Scott Sandler. Are you pranky, kids? Andrew Reyes.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: And Micah Hirsch. I'm ready. Yeah, so if you hadn't guessed by what everyone has done for their intro and also by the little bit of foreshadowing that we dropped in the Big City Greens episode, this episode is not about a Disney Television Animation show. Um nope. this episode in honor of April Fools' Day is covering something completely random and unrelated because that's funny, right? I think so. <laughs> Haha. <laughs> if not, then this episode's going to do terribly, but that's why I'm not releasing it on a Monday. Yeah, be ah. funny to cover that's the competition. <laughs> um, the other thing that's kind of interesting is that, um, well, this episode is actually being recorded for the second time. <laughs> um so basically what happened was we were going to record the big city greens podcast but then our friend joe had internet issues so i decided hey i'll just have us record that wacky idea i had for an april fools podcast since we're all already here and so we recorded the big city greens episode on friday march 26th um and then i went to go um start working on editing that um, after I had cleaned up a lot of storage on my computer, and then I realized I deleted the Zoom audio file of that recording. Hey. And that's no joke. Yeah, that's not was not a joke. I messaged everyone. I'm like, so yeah. And, and I think uh, Scott was like, wait, is that an April Fool's joke? I'm like, no, I, I'm afraid not. <laughs> And now I'm feeling like SpongeBob from the one episode where they turned the crusty crab into a fancy restaurant and all of the little SpongeBobs are running around inside his brain, yeah, like, what's his returns. name? What's his name? We got nothing on the name.
1: Yeah, he, he I, did I,
2: I shared that gift in the uh, in the group DM.
0: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> Chandler did um, this while he was emptying his mind. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I was trying to free up space <laughs> on my computer because these podcasts take up a lot of space. So it's like this is why I bought an external hard drive and I need to use it more for stuff like this. And also offloading the game that I bought onto it really helped with that, that game's performance. That game is Parkitect, by the way. Very fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, video games so long story short, uh, we're re-recording the episode now. <laughs> And <laughs> uh, the episode that we're talking about in particular is fools in april slash neptune spatula but first what is everyone here's connection to spongebob
1: i am well was at least like the hugest spongebob fan as a kid like anybody who has ever known me can tell you i was like huge on spongebob as a kid like having the dvds VHSs, toys plushies whatever um and i Even today, I'm just in love with, like, the first three seasons. They are probably just the most perfect episodes uh, of that show. And, you know, uh, I'm not as much of a fan now, but I still have a very special place in my heart for SpongeBob. So um, this is, uh, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to re-recording all the stuff that we were talking about, at least. (laughs) Well, the show premiered when I was five, and
2: it's never really left. I did. I did not see Sponge Out of Water in theaters, and I still haven't seen Sponge on the Run. But for two vastly different reasons,
0: I heard it wasn't very good, which is a shame because the animation looks fantastic. Ah, uh,
3: SpongeBob! I, I remember when they first invented SpongeBob. <laughs> I, I hated it. <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I also you know it was around was like 5 when SpongeBob first premiered or around thereabouts um back in 1999 um i don't know why i said that with a quasi british accent but anyways um so i liked it um then i went through a period of time where it, it just annoyed me and then through like fairly recently through like memes and youtube poops and stuff i rediscovered it and a lot of it is um a lot of it's actually really uh holds up really well and is like really funny writing and stuff, from what I have seen recently anyways.
0: So the primary thing that actually got me into Spongebob, surprise, surprise, was the Spongebob Squarepants ride at the Adventure Dome. This was probably (laughs) the first thing they had ever produced with Spongebob in CGI, and it involves you, the writers, Um, Becoming trainees at the Krusty Krab, learning how to make a Krabby Patty, only for the last pickle to escape SpongeBob's grasp and be picked up by a robot Patrick on a pogo stick, at which point you would follow him on a bubble bike through Bikini Bottom, destroying much of Bikini Bottom in the process, because of course, um, going through the jellyfish fields, falling down into rock bottom, um, having the bubble bike pop and landing in the chum bucket, at which point it's revealed oh, the Patrick on a pogo stick was actually a robot, of course. And it was Plankton's robot. And then Plankton chases you around with the robot Patrick with a buzzsaw and a lasers change. and a pallet ball. Yeah. Made, from rubber made of wood. rubber
1: and wood and, and a staple. A staple. <laughs>
0: Anyways, get him! The <laughs> Do that whole paddle. thing by heart. And the whole thing ends with Patrick unplugging the um the robot because he wants to plug in a toaster that he had because reasons. Um, and the whole time the customer uh who ordered the patty keeps showing up, like, hey, is that <laughs> my patty? And Spongebob's like, Not yet, it's incomplete. And then um, Spongebob finally completes the patty, and the whole punchline is that this customer asked for no pickles because he's allergic <laughs> to pickles and he explodes. <laughs>
1: He literally yeah. just walks off j- was, like just ahead with she just walks
0: off just just as a head was
3: yeah. originally created for paramount parks
0: right sort of like it, how pirates 4d was created originally for bush gardens and then it I ended see. up getting uh, the rights were purchased by um simx iworks or simx iworks helped yeah I definitely some some combination of those things and it ended up just being everywhere they had it at aquariums zoos wherever it could fit in a reactor facility theater
1: whatever aquariums uh mm-hmm. yeah i remember i remember like that whole thing by heart as well but i never actually wrote it so because it was just on youtube and i'm like what is this and i
0: had it on dvd at it's, one point it, as it like was on demo, dvd but, no no i had it as like a it was like a demo for clients but we i don't know oh. where it went Oh, another wow. one with like just a if, bunch of if, different 4d movies that if, if i found that i could do a whole series on those but. but yeah
3: if if anyone out there has seen that meme
0: where it's painty reaching out of the picture frame it's from that yes. yes yes that's what it's from and then they made another one that was the the great jelly rescue that wasn't nearly as good at least as i remember i saw that one once and i also and saw has the, the like,
3: sponge out of water sponge on the run like super cg look too yeah
0: i also um i also did get to see at the adventure dome the last time i went there um dora the explorer catch that robot butterfly which i was technically a script consultant on, in that they gave us a couple (laughs) of script ideas and we picked one that we liked and the one that we <laughs> picked was the robot butterfly one. They ended up making. So I have produced oh. a Dora the Explorer project, kind of. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I helped. I helped. I, I, I'm listed in the the deep credits somewhere. Probably not.
1: Is it on your res? Do you put it on your resume or?
0: No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: he, no one but, needs to know he worked on a Dora project.
0: No one needs to know. <laughs> Uh, except for the people listening to this podcast but the other thing um is that one of the installations um of the spongebob 4d movie that i have to talk about is the one that they did at noah's ark water park (laughs) so noah's ark is a water park in wisconsin Dells. it's absolutely huge just places like the cedar point of water parks basically it is insane they oh, yeah. have everything you could possibly want.
1: I've never and, went, but I've heard about it and I want to go.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I was so... the When we were there was like right before uh, Memorial Day weekend. So everything was still closed. It was so... It was like... It was like the tail end of May was when we were there. And it was so such a cool place even without all the outdoor water park stuff of them but it's like man with the outdoor water park stuff open it would have been even better because wisconsin dells is like the tackiest tourist town in existence and i love it so much it's like if international <laughs> don't we all love the entire
1: town it is amazing <laughs> don't we all love those tackies? like towns? hey what if
0: orlando was somehow a tourist destination but disney world and universal and SeaWorld never existed there what would that look like? Well, the answer is Wisconsin Dells.
1: There it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild, oh, yeah. but anyways, the, the whole thing with the Noah's Ark 4D theater was that this was a 4D theater at a water park. You sat down in stripped-down race car-like seats, and at the end of the show, when the guy explodes, you got shot with water cannons. Yeah,
1: Actually. not sprayed. It's, uh, as you described it, like drenched
0: yeah absolutely drenched
1: (laughs) yeah it's not just like little spritz it's literally just all (laughs)
0: like it literally yeah and from what i understand it didn't (laughs) last very long not because it wasn't a cool idea because i think that's a really cool idea um i think the problem was it was kind of in a weird location where it's like guests kind of had to walk out of the park sort of to find it not like out of out of the park, but it was like away from the rest of the park. <laughs> it was kind really? of like off in a shed. There's a lot of attractions
3: that did poorly because they were in a section of the park that not no one knew about.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. There was also some other walkthrough attraction that they had that sounded cool that didn't last because of that same thing.
1: I just still think that that's like just a blast of water. <laughs> like, yeah, I just I I, I can't um I'd be. Ah, i'd be shocked i i feel like
3: they had i believe (laughs) they had something similar but not quite as like it didn't soak you but it was more than a little spritz um when they the original pirates at bush gardens at the end leslie nielsen spits on you and i'm pretty sure the water isn't coming from the seat it's coming from like the front of the theater all the way nielsen yeah leslie nielsen
0: so pirates 4d really quick tangent was um leslie Nielsen and eric idol oh huh. and it was a lot of fun i love that one because it was well, it very much had a lot of like the kind of monty
1: python energy to it i mean but, it was a
0: musical and everything
1: what is but, mr magoo and dr nigel channing doing together in, but, in a pirates 4d well, for
0: those who don't know when
1: when,
3: when eric idol filmed the thing leslie Nielsen wasn't really there they added him in later <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> and
0: the animated okay. little Leslie.
2: <laughs> I, I, and though I do live in New York, Broadway is obviously very expensive. And heck, I wasn't even on the side of the country when it was on Broadway, but I, I hadn't seen the musical until they did the film, which I had willed into existence. Okay, so when the cast did their performance at the KCAs. In 2019, they didn't announce that they would be doing the filmed version of the musical until October for the December premiere. Yeah. So I was like, "Come on, you gotta do this! You gotta, you gotta do a filmed version. Hoping- Something. Uh, it would be perfect for the hope- 20th anniversary." And so they announced the filmed version of the musical, kind of like in in the Hamilton way. Um, <laughs> In, in they, October, they, they did a- and I, I was I was celebrating. It was before? I, I mean, before the. And then it December. happened to be for some actual Broadway performances to tide people over when the world shut down.
0: Yeah, because that was December of 2019 when that came out. Um, yeah, and then just
2: a couple months, and Broadway's gone.
0: I was supposed to go see the SpongeBob touring cast um, at the end of July last year, and obviously, like other things, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm.
1: Was we were all supposed to, to do Ball. many things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I was, was gonna a- go on this whole trip to um, Six Flags Great Adventure and Hershey Park and Kennywood and Cedar Point, but that got canceled. No, so I was gonna—that's all nephew- coming back with a vengeance now. I was gonna <laughs> take my nephew to Disney World in April last year, and that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Aww. Well, of course, the only <laughs> park on that list that I'm actually visiting on this trip is Cedar Point. But I'll get to the, the East Coast next time. I'll do like <laughs> Pennsylvania and Jersey and Virginia.
1: However, SpongeBob. Um... However, SpongeBob. <laughs> um, yeah. So, OK. Yeah. F- Fools in April and Neptune's spatula. So SpongeBob wakes up
0: and tells Gary that they're going to become peasants. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, Gary's only... like,
0: what why did Peasant... you do this?
3: And gary'
1: Peasants make... only eat like mashed up mashed clamshells. shells. <laughs> he makes felt... Gary cry. I felt so try bad try. when Gary was crying. Yeah. Oh. Poor Gary. <laughs> but then, you know, April Fools. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... Because,
2: because star starving your pet is a great prank for someone who doesn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, but, um, and Then SpongeBob goes downstairs and kind of just decides he's gonna prank himself by pulling out this massive glass of something. It's a tropical-looking drink with like an umbrella. And then he pulls it thirsty into, like a zillion cups, garnishes them all, and then just leaves them there. <laughs> after he's like April Fools to me.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know uh, why, but when he. When he just grabbed the, the giant pitcher out of the fridge and said, "This is an extreme thirst," <laughs> I, I just, I, I just lost it. I don't know why. <laughs> it's it epic. So boy. funny. <laughs> um, he also does. Yeah, I, I know that.
2: I know that voice was used elsewhere, but I couldn't.
0: <laughs> use it's segment. used several times. It's just, it's just more Tom Kenny brilliance. the Segment, yeah. after the, which we'll get to,
3: or
1: something
3: um, similar voice.
0: Oh yeah um but then spongebob you know basically runs outside towards work giggling and and squidward's like what's he so happy about and then realizes it's april 1st and he's like oh no and he goes to try to call out of of work and mr krabs answers the phone and of course spongebob and mr krabs immediately decide to pull a prank on him by saying that some important person from an art museum wants to feature him as the artist of the month and i love Russia, he,
1: he, just trying not to lose it <laughs> I, I such like just contagious laughter in that moment just yeah. and
2: the fact that squidward quit was understandable because he lost the trust in his boss
1: yeah well it's
0: nice working here goodbye
1: yeah that's what was like, yeah. like
0: squidward wait i'm not gonna play any pranks on you there's plenty of other willing participants
1: mr crab sits on a whoopee cushion yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. as a kid i thought that was hilarious but i mean it's a whoopee cushion we've it's seen plenty cushion. of those yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah so then you know spongebob uh you know pulls pranks on like the customers first one being uh on an on a on a woman who's uh it's
3: always pranks on the elderly,
1: yeah. On uh, that's who's it's, it's an elderly blind? woman looking for uh, uh forks, right? Yeah, and uh, and SpongeBob points her to the spoons.
0: <laughs> um, My um, question yeah. is, why is the thing with the utensils like? Kind of just in the middle of the restaurant. Actually, not even in the, in the middle of the. It's restaurant. It's like
1: towards the What's front like, of
0: the restaurant. It's at the front of the restaurant, like towards it, the door. I'm like like Why the is middle, this kind of. Door?
2: But, but the thing is, they um, I mean, that seemed to be a thing in season one, where these where Mr. Krabs would have these carts randomly placed like in odd it's places. It's just where in the, the episode like,
0: needs it to be, I guess.
2: Like the uh, the tomato cart in uh, Culture
1: Talk, I think it was. <laughs> so after and and then the prank after that was hey where'd the other guy go, go the
0: oh yeah when he jumps behind the when he jumps behind the counter and starts taking someone's order and then turns around he has a smiley face drawn on his back and the guy's like hey where'd the other guy go <laughs> so
1: cool and then he and then the guy just he kind of laughs interesting he's like ha, 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 hey that was
0: pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty really good. I mean, it course, was fine, I guess. Then there's the meme. No, but my favorite, my favorite yes, one yeah. is, and this one, of course, is is one that spawned a meme because obviously, um, that's how well, you know it's a good, it. it's a good one is when a guy asks SpongeBob for some ice in his drink. A he, specifically, the guy asks for a couple of ice cubes. SpongeBob comes back. Um, hands him the drink, watches him drink it, tries not to lose it, and the guy's like, huh? He's, like, <laughs> he's trying to hold in his laughter. And, the and guy he drinks the, the, the whole drink. drink. And he bursts out laughing, and the guy immediately like, what did you do to my drink? <laughs> I, I, you what?
1: You what? You asked for a couple of ice my cubes. My customer service drink. is terrible. April <laughs> Fool's. You asked for a couple of ice cubes, and I only put in one. <laughs> hey, I guess that is pretty
0: And this it's, is why fast food restaurants have self-served drinks. At least most of them do. Yeah. And, uh, watch way being an uh, an exception to the rule. Watch them
2: No, I think you can't I, with the self-service, you'd have to be so precise with the uh with the timing that I don't think you can ever get one ice cube in a drink.
0: Well, yeah was, yeah well see he must have gone in the back and gotten like an ice scoop instead of like using a a, a normal ice dispenser you would have otherwise watch,
1: watch the coke freestyle machines uh prank people like it's it, they just mix a bunch of the drink selections <laughs> <laughs> you mean, like people don't do that already what I was have,
0: imagine trying to do a suicide on a Coke freestyle machine, and by that I mean the suicide drink, not like oh, not like, yeah, not like drink, I'm yeah. talking about like the the drink where you try to do everything. Imagine trying to do that with a Coke freestyle. Like, what would that even taste? I've heard of the one that's three different kinds of Mountain Dews mixed together. They
3: call it USA, but they or they call it Red White and Dew, but they should call it Suicide.
0: Suicide. <laughs> but they didn't. What a missed opportunity. But back to Spongebob.
1: Red, Again. white, blue.
0: You have to drink it really quickly, otherwise it turns brown. Mm-hmm. That was a Jennifer's a of... body reference.
1: Oh, that was? Whoops. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then uh, that, that's a movie SpongeBob's I need to watch. Tongue detaches.
3: Yeah, Spongebob's tongue detaches and it has a face. Yeah. Yeah, we just... got.
0: What <laughs> what could be perceived as a mild bit of body horror? Yeah, but, his but, cartoon. Ah! it's not like he
2: regenerates a tongue like he does his arms.
0: Right? Yeah, where he eats his arms as popcorn,
3: and then he 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 hugs his tongue, and they laugh together.
1: Yeah, because he, he he says to the tongue, "Hey, your shoes untied." <laughs> April Fools! You're and not it, it wearing shoes. It basically looks like if like if Patrick's whim,
2: if if a starfish whim was darker, and had.
0: Oh, oh, maybe oh, his oh, tongue oh. does regenerate, and then the rest of it, and then the part of his tongue that broke off actually does that reminds, grow another starfish. That, that, that your shoes untied
3: bit reminds me of the fun episode. Remember in the fun episode where I'm trying to remember Fun <laughs> Bob's trying to be evil for plankton, and he tells the one guy his shoes untied. Although
1: oh, the walking wearing, small he's wearing, episode, yeah, he's, he's wearing sandals. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wearing sandals. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, the right <laughs> plank. Then he's wearing sandals. <laughs> um, yeah. And
2: then Squidward does his cruel prank, mm-hmm. and it's just one of many, many, um, confidence-shattering events oh, yeah. for SpongeBob in season one.
1: That's definitely a perfect way of describing it. Uh, I also, also want to, I also want to
0: kind of point out that. This episode with with um, the really mean prank on SpongeBob, where where Squidward quickly realizes, oh yeah, this was bad. Kind of feels like a condemnation of what the later seasons of SpongeBob would end up doing, basically to Squidward and making him this just punching bag where they can injure him however they want, uh, as as some people have coined them, the the Squidward torture porn episodes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where they, if like
3: any,
1: if anything, the there was winger. one. There's quite a few episodes where they've done that, mental like mentally, like they've mentally tortured him. Uh, yeah. I specifically bring up that one episode where I, I it's one of the later episodes. The but... thing
3: about tormenting people in cartoons is, <laughs> uh-huh. first of all, they should deserve it. Yeah. And yeah. Stan almost
0: never does.
3: It's, yeah. It's
2: what it was make um, the end of opposite day like. The end of Opposite Day, Spongebob totally deserves, where he's being chased down. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: yeah. also, but, it's a cartoon, so it doesn't have to be, like, graphic or detailed. And I hear that the, a lot of the later Spongebob episodes where Squidward gets tormented are very, as far as children's cartoons go, graphic.
0: Well, especially since the specific ways that they do it, it's often, like, either eye stuff or that that one bit with, like, the toenail. Which also, he's an octopus
2: yo oh, freaking the, amp, the toenail one like oh. with both ripped pants and muscle buff pants he's so desperate for either all all of the goon lagoon regular's approval or even just sandy's
1: well the like uh, the episode i was going to bring up was that episode where i think uh, uh it was either i think it was spongebob inviting squidward to uh you know spongebob's house and spongebob's house like the inside of it looks exactly like Squidward's, and then like i don't know that like the ending of it was i don't want to describe the ending too much but it's something very like psychological thriller about it
0: i do think was that that wasn't house fancy was
1: it no no it it wasn't that one Uh, but i can't remember the name of it but it was well i was more bringing up season one examples too at
2: least yeah, I think I think season 1 is.
0: had the character dynamics down and then in more recent episodes it feels like they kind of haven't really quite stuck with those in the way that they should.
1: Yeah, it, it uh, I I mean after season 3 cuz you know season 3 after that Steven Hillenberg uh left the show. Um because you you never see SpongeBob's confidence be
2: go so low as it did in so many season one episodes or he's not yeah. desperately seeking people's approval except for um when in crusty love when he's when he's being run ragged by crabs but other mm-hmm. than that yeah
3: you could say that that that, that that's his big uh character flaw i guess
1: yeah Is... um
3: at least in the first season.
1: So, yeah, so th- uh, that uh, Squidward's prank on Spongebob happens, and it's just uh, it's it, it's like, okay, so it starts from, like, it's basically a bunch of rope tied yeah, all it's around a the rope. restaurant. rope just like,
0: throws Spongebob through a bunch of different stuff.
1: I it's, was gonna say,
0: it's almost it's like, like a, a, Rube,
1: a Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: like an accidental Rube Goldberg device. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it sends him, like, you know, spinning everywhere and hitting him against walls and against flower and against uh, someone's butt. Yeah, but uh,
3: There's a yeah. butt episode.
1: And it's not even, like, it's, like, across his butt.
3: <laughs> and
1: then and then his butt has a huge indent
3: in it. Like, well, it looks butt like, like, like he's
0: insane. gonna need to be in the iron butt for the rest of his life.
1: Oh, man. It itches. <laughs> <laughs> some guy square butt uh um so then any chip
0: and use napkin
1: oh um so then yeah and then he ends up in the trash can uh comes out of its cylinder shape and just absolutely just embarrassed runs off crying um uh, yeah, squidward's laughing, laughing like oh shit, laughing the up. whole well, squidward was laughing like the whole time that was right happening. everyone else in the restaurant was just like oh no Horrified. yeah so Because the
0: thing is it's like it really is not a funny prank that's that, i think that's part of the problem that so many you know prank youtubers have
1: exactly it's, it's yeah. like it's
0: not silly it's it's just mean
1: yeah yeah i remember bringing that up in the uh <clears throat> the Previously deleted recording. The lost and... version of the, this episode. The lost <laughs> the yeah, the the episode. It's, it's
0: not silly, it's just mean. And that's the thing yeah. is Spongebob was just being silly the whole time.
1: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, I, it, there's, there's a line that it, you it's ba- can't like, cross. I
2: SpongeBob's prank, at least like to Gary, was basically a got your nose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're just, you know, they're just.
3: They're we just work, playing
1: like, around. Uh, and mental. Yeah. Or right. basically. Yeah, but, like... it was like, oh, we're...
0: shit. Yeah. I, I saw... Yeah. Why is it when I'm having fun, it's wrong?
2: I, I kind of just realized why everyone was in his house. Like, because there were probably person after person coming to his house to check up on him see how he's doing apologize
0: oh wow they, you know what i never thought of i that. hadn't realized that and then it took squidward so damn long that by the time he actually wow okay so we we kind of need to go through the rest of this first before we get back to that but i hadn't even thought about that holy crap see, yeah okay yeah i'm but, glad yeah. That we're recording this actually because i hadn't even thought about that and that that kind of brings a new level to it
1: yeah, um, we've 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 had so much time to have this episode just sit, like sitting in our that's brains, right. and now we—that's a really good like observation, yeah. like theory. So that's Squid- the Squidward
0: goes there. to SpongeBob's house and um sees Patrick digging in SpongeBob's mm. yard yeah. for some reason.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, still don't know why.
0: <laughs> with, with with his hat on.
1: So with, with
3: I SpongeBob's hat on, yeah.
1: Yeah. So um. Yeah, Squidward—not uh, Squidward, but Patrick. Just <laughs> digging randomly for some reason. They never explain it. There's no reason for it. But I remember in the again lost episode, uh, <laughs> I uh, said I mentioned the Patrick Star show. Episode of this. Oh yeah, that's right. And like, because they're doing they're they're doing to milk SpongeBob a lot. They're doing a Patrick Star show. But how can you milk
3: them? Not a mammal.
1: Anyone want some fresh starfish milk? oh my god okay so so um I don't know exactly what the premise is for the show I know you guys said it's probably going to be like a talk show it's supposed to be a talk
0: show and I'm just like how is that going to work are they going to have actual guests or are they going to have like is it going to be 100% animated is Is it it going to be Phineas stone, or,
1: and Ferb, take two, or because yeah, that looked really
0: weird. Or is it gonna be? Is it gonna be like the sort of like the bubble bowl where Patrick goes <laughs> up and interviews like? You know, I, I think I they're know,
2: just gonna like, make celebrity characters. Whatever
0: like, happens, it can't be any worse than Camp Coral. And even oh, yeah. Camp, but Camp Coral seems to not be that bad. I mean, yeah, Camp Coral doesn't look that. I mean, okay, so. I also I haven't actually don't watched think it, it. I'm sure the writing is not bad, but the animation just looks so sloppy.
1: It looks yeah. so unfinished, and I don't know why. Yeah. Or it's I it, think it, fun I think indoors
2: it, seemed better than the outdoors.
1: I think it's, honestly, it's just the, um, that seems to be the look of a lot of children's CG shows. It. or Because like they a lot of them don't look like they're completed CG. Uh, animation
0: budget, but like,
1: they don't look like complete compare rendering. Compare
0: it to the scene in Sponge on the Run that is a direct tie-in to Camp Coral. That looks so much better than the actual show ever because will. As a movie budget, I think. Yeah, and so it's like, okay, you need to either find something you could do that's going to still look good on the budget you have, or just animate it traditionally. Why does it need to be CGI? There's the no reason why it about, needs to be in the CGI.
3: Two D animation is well. While well, television's 2D animation looks cheaper than cinema's, it still looks can look good. Yeah, you know? And exactly. CGI feel the same way, Yeah.
1: What makes it's, me... It's really uh, hard to
0: make 3D animation look really, really good for TV unless you just have the budget for it.
1: Yeah. The, th- the thing is, though, uh, Camp Coral is a Paramount Plus original, which means that you would assume this show is exclusively just for Paramount Plus, the streaming service, and right. nothing else. Like, they would assume that's a way to they get everyone. Yeah, uh, I was about to bring it up, but, like, they, you would assume that everyone, that their tactic is to bring everyone to Paramount Plus, to getting Paramount Plus. Yeah, But I just found out, yeah, they are airing Camp Coral on Nickelodeon on TV this, I think, this Friday. And then... Uh,
2: Apparently, it's just the first episode, and they're not—they're probably waiting until. Well, it's—it's it's not going to air regularly on Nick until the fall, probably. Oh. Probably for the back half or it's, it's, next quarter reverse, of season one.
3: It's going to be a reverse Disney Plus
0: situation. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm like just—I'm just calling it Nickelodeon minus.
3: Yeah, all, <laughs> all,
0: the, all the streaming well, services now are just
3: taking disney plus as an example i'm just taking the name of the main and just adding plus at the end like i liked having like peacock and hbo max and disney plus all be like their own names but now you have paramount uh, C- cbs all access has become paramount plus and there's discovery plus and apple tv
0: plus i feel like i feel like the reason why paramount felt like they had to change it is because cbs all
1: access the name is kind of—it's
0: kind of a boring name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it... I still, I still was subscribed to it mainly for Star Trek.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So specifically I, I for been Lower Trek, Decks,
0: yet. which if you have not watched it, you definitely should because it is fantastic. For I, me, I've it's only specifically... seen the first
2: episode because that's what was running on Pluto so far. I'm...
3: can you imagine if they called uh, Peacock Universal or Comcast Plus? Comcast Peacock Plus. is oh,
1: barely God. Universal. <laughs> yeah. Like to me, Peacock is it's barely N- universal to me. I mean, it's named
3: after the NBC logo, so it's mostly—it's
1: mostly NBC. I, I get is, that.
3: Which is technically NBC Universal.
1: Yeah, but uh, okay, but yeah, back to my initial my initial yeah. point about the Patrick Star show. Uh, I I was saying in the other version of, of this episode that um, Wait,
3: we'll go on the Lost Media Wiki someday.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah uh like Patrick digging there for absolutely no reason I was saying in the other one what if they for some reason confirmed what 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 he was doing there and why in the Patrick Star show I don't I don't know now, I was funny. Just kind of um, like, was there, there
2: was like these um web shorts of like um unsolved the bottom mysteries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh wait, they could probably do. They could probably just. I, I
2: think, but I, I think they're kind of done with that. But it could have been.
1: Hmm. Oh yeah. But um, the I think the reason the reason I brought that up was because I know that in Camp Coral, they confirmed. You know the reason why Young Sandy is in Camp Coral with SpongeBob and stuff when Sandy met them in the and t- t- at the. T- tree dome episode like it was a I forget it was it a time
3: travel
0: thing? it was something like like
1: time travel or alternate universe or whatever And Somewhere i'm like i'm fine
0: with that because it's like you know multiverse can explain away anything really i guess
1: but yeah. that's why i think
0: I, I i truly do think that the dwambiverse is a multiverse anyway because you already got time travel in the mix so it's like any one of these episodes could be on any different timeline
1: yeah, the, the <laughs> multiverse ex-
2: explaining away stuff is the uh, sci- like you know how they say, um, science is just understood magic, <laughs> or or what you know, but it's basically right. the multiverse magic was an explanation. is the version of that for a wizard did it, a wizard yeah.
0: did it, yes, yes,
1: Wizard wizorium, okay, yeah, so that um. So yeah, uh, you know, Patrick's digging, Squidward's like, you know, why are you wearing that hat? He just says, Patrick says, I don't know.
3: <laughs> and, and then Squidward tries to try to say, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That 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 whole that whole time, you know, he cannot Squidward for some reason just can't say he's not able sorry. to say
0: that he's sorry. He's not a, he's too proud of himself. Like he he's too full of himself to be able to actually apologize.
1: I'm trying to say that I'm sorry. What? And at
3: one point he <laughs> he tries um, doing a cup phone things. Patrick to...
1: starts
0: using it as as dental floss. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't start flossing. He uses it as floss. It's not. He doesn't start doing that dance.
3: He doesn't do this thing or whatever it
0: is that you can't see Micah doing because he's um, recording this on. Well, is I, that I can the Carlton? It, obviously, you can't because you're listening to this. The Fortnite thing,
3: or at least
1: oh. <laughs> that like carlton the
3: thing that and ralph did and, Ra- and ralph
0: breaks the internet
1: uh, the whole... uh, oh the floss oh i, I will say
0: it's... i i do kind of this is kind of off topic but i will say i do get the complaints of how disney animation needs to stop adding modern references into movies specifically like the princess movies like okay yeah because they're gonna age horribly
1: i think this was especially the case for ralph breaks the internet because it kind of had to be modern
0: well, well, yeah, that, that one had to be modern, but I'm talking about like Moana did not need a Twitter reference. Oh. It, it, it's out of place in an otherwise uh, pretty solid perfect film. I Timeless think. movie, and he got his Twitter reference. I'm like, uh That's pretty, pretty much, much it, it the was,
1: only joke in the movie it, that I was like, be, eh. It was
0: yeah. a, a
3: genie, and the thing about the genie is the genie can make dated references because the genie can travel through time. Yeah. Right.
1: There's
3: no for it. Perhaps for, for the joke in, like you call it, tweeting like, that doesn't make any sense within the universe, <laughs> right?
2: And there and there was the uh the yell of you stink that we figured out was from, what might have been uh reused
3: from pickles. Oh yes, he. Someone yells, "You stink!"
1: Yeah, so it, yeah, when when um everyone's walking out of the restaurant, Squidward's the only one there. One of the voices, yeah, one of the lines that someone says is hey you stink and, and then, then after, later when like yeah the the he i guess puts squ- the,
3: squidward's he puts a guilt on
1: trip it. is happening yeah he
3: puts a bubble on his head and says i'm sorry and pops it and spongebob says but i couldn't hear you. he said don't care if my conscience is clear and as he leaves he hears the voices of the different crowds of people in his head and then the guy who says you stink is his mother <laughs> <laughs>
0: mother
1: mother kind of then he goes and
0: apologizes and also just says that he actually like does like and care about everyone he's forced to be around and then SpongeBob's like squidward is that true yes Yes, it's all true even the part about the lima beans and the car chase the what (laughs) sure whatever whatever (laughs) they
2: have to promise not to tell anybody um, (laughs) then then the door opens to reveal who were probably people who were all probably coming who had all probably come to tear SpongeBob up. And they kind of scheme together to do this kind of reveal.
1: Yeah. And hide strategically and
3: it, revenge. But
2: I
1: guess like, they, I guess you know, if anything, they were they they were revenge. waiting for Squidward to apologize. Correct. Right. Yeah. So uh <laughs> yeah, they were waiting for him to apologize. I guess yeah just really out of comfort for SpongeBob I guess like that yeah. they, they, it, like it, it was
2: basically going. like a condolence call but then he welcomed them in and
1: that's still blowing my mind Scott like that that was act. <laughs> I never thought of that until you brought it up I'm thinking wow not, I'm not it's completely just random right Squidward to apologize
0: <laughs> sure to the, the, the people just kept showing up <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but yeah uh, so so yeah, that that's and the end of the. Fools all, in April.
3: I fooled you all.
2: <laughs> I just told you all. Ha ha. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm also thinking about when when Krabs went to check on SpongeBob went in pickles when his when his confidence was shattered then, and try to get his spirits back up. <laughs> Mr.
1: Krabs, hello. Do you how do? <laughs> just love that like just mixed around talking, but we're not talking about that episode. <laughs> yeah. That- but, yeah, but um... so the next
0: episode is uh, and we're just talking about this one because it was paired with it, but it's a very funny episode is Neptune Spatula. This one is kind of a, a slow burn build to the 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 whole um uh finale of the episode. And it's it's great. It's really well done, I would say. Um, because like half of the episode, even more than half of the episode pretty much is um, Neptune being oh, in sheer disbelief that SpongeBob was actually the one that was able to pull the spatula from the grease. Uh, so the episode starts the where ancient Greece. Yeah, he, by the ancient way. Greece. He yes. was worthy. So, it it was it was like uh,
2: Captain America picking up Mjolnir. SpongeBob,
3: yeah. <laughs> I knew it. SpongeBob, we pulled one hundred fish. Name yeah. something that your wife. Would like to have more
2: of. <laughs> there was really nothing that made SpongeBob more a, a more laughable candidate than anyone there who wasn't Larry.
0: Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Because yeah. basically also... um they go to this museum and Ooh, um they're uh... explaining the the whole thing behind the spatula. It's, that it's, it's a fork pulls yeah. there's a
3: fork there, and when I saw the fork, for some reason I immediately Whenever I see a fork in an undersea setting,
0: I think it's a dinglehopper. It's a dingle hopper. Um <laughs> and so um yeah, whoever pulls the spatula from the grease will become Neptune's fry cook. And it's an Arthurian deal. SpongeBob, mm-hmm. of course, is able to
1: do it and summons Neptune,
0: the, who by the, the way el- the
1: old the elderly lady who was asking for like where the menu section is. Or oh something, yeah. She's she she goes from the ni- the nice sweet you know, do you know where the menu section is? And then sees the big cloud of smoke and is like, Holy smokes!
0: Neptune <laughs> <laughs> is John O'Hurley. No, yeah, Neptune shows up and it's not the same Neptune from the movie. It is and not Jeffrey Tambor. They said
2: they there was no um there was no definitive answer until like the twentieth anniversary when with this big poster that just put them with their arms crossed and their backs against one another to basically just say, (laughs) they coexist. Here you go.
3: Now, that's the spin-off I want to see. I would imagine, because that sounds like it would be something they would use to promote, like a sitcom or something. Two Neptunes coming soon. Uh, Two
0: Neptunes coming this fall to CBS All Access. I mean, Paramount Plus.
3: Well,
2: now we we have a Disney reference to make. Double defense merch.
0: (laughs) Coming Coming at you Fridays. And there is no sign (laughs) of Scarlett Johansson not knowing how to voice act either.
1: You just gotta believe. Neptune comes out. It's John O'Hurley. And literally just immediately in disbelief that it's, uh, that SpongeBob would be the one to pull it from the grease. Even though it's clearly in his
3: freaking hand <laughs> and his wheelhouse too
1: mm-hmm. that was, and and then does does patrick start getting zapped yet no uh, i think first okay first neptune goes through to see like who would be I, I who would be the one, one that
3: the hot dog guy yeah like, I like
1: the hot dog guy and who's like i'm uh, sorry I, I, oh, I don't i don't make them i just sell them <laughs>
3: and then he laughs and he destroys the hot dog cart
1: and in, I, I remember in that in that moment like as soon as neptune crushes the cart just the the background characters they just kind of freeze frame a, 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 on like their wide open mouths like <laughs> just kind of like uh because animation is expensive yeah <laughs> like
3: patrick it's just kind of the... i don't Shock know
1: patrick. it looks funny Speaking um... of
0: Shock patrick <laughs> Ah, ah. Patrick and is napped a lot, a lot yeah. to like to a crisp.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that, is it hot in here? I, I or could what? see that being part of why he ends up becoming so dumb.
1: His uh, brain maybe. is it's already pretty dumb
3: though, before this. It's
1: a. And, it's. I don't know about that, but it's just like. Um, I don't know. It could be plausible because, like, I'm kind of thinking. In the season 1 episodes I feel like Patrick is a bit more smarter than he is compared to the rest of the show. He, got, he goes right. to
2: SpongeBob goes for him to him for advice at least twice.
3: Yeah, he I think that was the joke of the character was that he was like this like suave uh guy who was smart about some things. And dumb about other things, and he seemed kind of like the dumb stereotype. But, but then they kind of just made him just a complete phone idiot. Later,
1: is mayonnaise
0: like, an instrument?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, Patrick, uh, mayonnaise is not an instrument, no, and horseradish the- is not an instrument either.
3: It's <laughs> already been invented.
1: What about that's- tartar sauce? <laughs> That—that's reference. Uh, sorry, that was—I think that was referencing to uh, cart wash. Right. Well, that was
3: school. I made. Mean, yeah, I made an emperor's new school reference there because. Yeah. You, oh. Joke in the emperor's new school. That's very similar to the Mannings. Where, I just listen to that. If you, I'll plug it later.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. Listen
1: to the emperor's new podcast. Yes. The um, the podcast
0: I've been running ads for for a while now.
3: Long ago, in a faraway land there was a prosperous studio run by a middle-aged CEO. In an era of princesses and flashy musical numbers, the studio decided to go in a different direction, and thus their most unique creation was born. And they called it The Emperor's New Groove. But The Emperor's New Groove is more than just one movie. There's an entire expanded Grooveverse out there, and I intend to explore it all on The Emperor's New Podcast. Hi, I'm Micah Hirsch, and I'll be your host on this whimsical journey as I'm joined by special guests to discuss every corner of this underrated franchise, from movies to television to theme parks. You can hear all about it on The Emperor's New Podcast, available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Be sure to stop by and give it a listen, and remember, beware the groove!
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but, okay, so... Yeah, Patrick gets shocked a bunch face of times. Ends up on his ass, and yeah, yeah. Patrick's face is just on his butt. Well,
3: uh,
2: well, I'm honestly surprised that I I haven't. I mean, I have I haven't really been seeking it out on the art spaces, but um, I haven't seen um face on it as Patrick redrawn. To match how in the digital seasons, with his black eyebrows and his thicker eyes. Yeah.
3: Do we want to mention the uh, the thing where he says he's gonna give SpongeBob like one challenge,
0: and then Patrick tries to haggle with him? Yeah, yeah. Patrick, Patrick's like he can do two challenges, three, four, a million challenges, and he gets shocked
2: every time. Wait a minute! I, I just realized Patrick haggles. And it's not even the first time he haggles in well, it is the first time he haggles in the series, but he does it again. He does it in the movie. That's right. And Shang and uh yeah, Shane Hyde.
1: Oh shang yeah, hide, yeah, yeah, wishes. yeah. Yeah, he does it in the movie where it's like he could do it in nine, seven, six, uh, with Neptune as uh, like again in the movie. So capture the other, one, up, the the other try to deal with
0: Neptune because he's a terrible negotiator.
1: Yeah, in Shane yeah. Hyde, it was with uh the flying Dutchman but yeah. and, but it was squidward getting burned that time <laughs> every yes. single time he said something
0: someone getting burnt by neptune generally he, he doesn't know how to hack
1: um and so yeah i also have it in my notes that like as far as neptune uh just denying that it, it it's spongebob the whole time i don't know i just i just put in is neptune systemic racism it's I don't like know. A-
0: Oh yeah, because um, SpongeBob's friends aren't able to go if he succeeds to Atlantis. That yeah, that kind
2: of. If it it was a strength thing, like it was, you could understand. But it's
1: a worthiness thing. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a worthiness thing, but it's like
3: it seems like a class thing to me.
1: mm, Yeah, it's more like uh, so systemic classism. Yeah. Yeah, but um i also have it in my notes yeah patrick's uh ass face <laughs> and then and then the challenge begins Ooh, bef- uh, before the challenge begins uh, uh when they're uh when neptune is trying to like open the portal it, uh, open the portal to atlantis he accidentally opens a portal to uh live action tom kenny in the yes. shower <laughs> <laughs> yeah which I live also action, Tom Kenny in the shower. which you which also see
2: arise with the same shoot as in Suds. Exactly, oh, yeah.
1: It's like the same. It's it's the same shot. I feel like they shot that in like the same day, like at yeah. the same like. So I don't know. I just that that's that's just so funny. Um, you know, one thing that's kind of interesting. I also
2: mentioned that he um he was the live action presence of SpongeBob. Between the hot sauce in, yeah,
1: right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But like he was that. not the guy getting chased by the robot in the one, yeah, uh, in that one episode. but, um, but was he was also warp?
2: wasn't any of the main cast, like when, when in the later seasons when Roger Bumpus is sitting at a storyboard, yeah.
0: Well, I remember <laughs> the guy getting chased by a robot in uh, it was Crab Crabboard. wasn't it?
2: Yeah, Crabboard. that yeah. was what
0: the episode was called. Um, that was Dan Pollenmeier. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy getting chased by the robot no, in that one that. episode was Dan Pollenmeier.
1: Whoa, okay, I haven't seen that episode in a while, but... And oh, man.
2: And also, that that Behold moment is used in meme material the same way as the diapers in Rockabye Bivolve Yeah. And... uh. The, the wall in the Rick and Morty Pringles commercial.
3: And you know that that shower gag is lifted like right from a Bugs Bunny cartoon, right? <laughs> of course.
1: Um, But yeah, so yeah, then we actually get the um, uh, quote unquote fight. It's the like cook-off. The cook-off. The cook-off. Oh, and Krause bets
0: all of his money against SpongeBob. He puts
1: it all on Neptune. He specifically says... Don't worry, lad. I got, I got all my confidence on you, but put all of it on Neptune. Yeah, <laughs> he was and then, confident this, that SpongeBob was game's gonna lose. not the same. And then Neptune. Without, Neptune
3: that's just, does that whole, shows
0: how much they've grown over the over the yeah, the, 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 yeah. the series. That um, Krabs finally realizes that oh yeah, he actually does need SpongeBob like and a lot. Ne-
3: Neptune <laughs> does this whole fantasia like cooking. Sequence during the cook-off where he like raises his arms and controls the elements.
2: It's mass production versus yeah. specialized care commentary. Like right. Yeah.
0: yeah you can a make point. burgers in mass production, but they're not made with love. You don't have the the cook literally reading it a bedtime story and tucking the pickles in under the cheese. Oh, it's so
1: cute. <laughs> with little ketchup faces. Has, like, yeah, little ketchup faces. And then it's it also
2: at... used in mean right. material. So, <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, Neptune wins because he has the most patties, and SpongeBob literally took that whole time making one patty. Um, and so Neptune basically, you know, gives those uh burgers away for free or patties for free to the audience. They eat it. And they absolutely hate it, and they spit it out. Yep. <laughs> and and uh, and and Neptune, you know, or what is is kind of like, have you no taste buds? These are delicious, and then just whiffs it, and it's like, oh, maybe not. Oh. And everyone yeah. in the audience is just like, well, if you eat it, you you eat it, eat it, eat it. It's just, <laughs> It's like, fine, mine's no good. <laughs> well, what you
3: think his is, and then he tries SpongeBob's, and he's like, "That's so good, I think I'll try it a second time." And he spits out the whole burger or the whole Krabby Patty, it, yeah. and it
2: reconstitutes.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? There's a there's an episode of Jimmy Neutron. Jet, shut up. Jet, shut up. <laughs> there's an episode of Jimmy Neutron where um there's like a uh, rewind button.
1: Mm -hmm, and
0: you uses it to eat the same ice cream cone like over and over again and everyone else (laughs) in the shop is forced to watch oh it's horrendous and everyone is like just kill me
1: (laughs) this is disgusting yeah i I remember that moment now oh my god oh (laughs) so spongebob wins um but as a result you know, it's only Spongebob that can go to Atlantis and not any of his friends. So And,
3: and so Spongebob's really sad, and Mr. Krabs is crying, and Spongebob's like, oh, I know you're gonna miss me, Mr. Krabs, and Mr. Krabs is like, I lost my pet!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Krabs. Uh, it's funny, as a kid, I thought he said he lost his bed, but I, I don't know why. <laughs> as a kid, I was dumb. So. That's
3: like a, a green. Uh Except instead of a lyric, it's a line.
1: <laughs> and um, then SpongeBob
2: um uses his god powers to send everyone back. Apparently, except... actually, it's
1: actually with that.
3: Like when and he uses this epic voice that he used for the thirst in the previous segment. He's I like, thought it
1: was. I thought I'm it was be. funny when um, when Neptune just kind of grows in size and then turns him into a god, but it's just kind of like this. Awkward looking moment for him, and Neptune. Yeah, maybe
0: this isn't gonna work.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the the voice that uh SpongeBob makes as a god is just like, "Oh wait, Neptune! I have another idea," and
3: is kind of. Like, and then Neptune at the, the Krabby Patty,
1: and he burned uh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh yeah, basically Neptune, um, kind of starting as a beginner, basically. Uh, so,
0: like we do on the ride. <laughs> what did
3: I say, trainee? A good party oh, is made with love, not magic.
2: either. Either Neptune was fired for his inept cooking, even though SpongeBob should have been training him.
3: There's no con. It's SpongeBob.
0: <laughs> it's SpongeBob. Yeah. We don't need continuity. It's SpongeBob. Um,
2: <laughs> or Mr. Krabs just found him redundant, and it expunged it. It just made, made him lose more money. I mean, the thing is, money. shows
0: like shows like Phineas and Ferb and Big City Greens are episodic, but they still have some continuity. SpongeBob, no, it's literally like. I don't think there's a single episode of SpongeBob that actually references something that happened before.
1: At least not in the first, like, uh bunch of seasons. Because I. Uh, yeah. I mean, as far there, as. There mentioning... might be some
0: newer ones, but like. Who watches Spongebob for continuity ever? Yeah. Yeah. And and they even
3: weirdos on the internet. That's it. They they took like
0: 12 are yeah. well, a bunch of weirdos on the
3: internet. I mean, yeah. We're all weirdos. They <laughs> but it's April now.
2: They somehow kept crabs and puff together without saying anything.
1: They also for brought, over a decade. They also brought Doodle Bob back for an episode. Oh you yeah, right. that and was the sea that was
0: actually really good
1: and the sea bears by the way. Oh my god.
0: So basically now they're just like, okay, what do people make memes of? What are we what are we gonna bring back that's stuff that people liked about the first several seasons?
1: Yeah, I think they, they've now paid attention to that part of the fan base and are just like, okay, let's let's just uh bring those back or something. Coming <laughs> soon, the, the, so the campfire like, song
0: song. At, at Again. some point you gonna... can.
2: At some point, you're gonna to have to have a cell phone with a ringtone of one of the songs that people like.
3: Yeah, a selective continuity, I guess. When Big
0: Larry came in, just put him down, SpongeBob turned into, into a, a clown, clown, but no one ever wants to dance with, with the, the fool who went and fool. <laughs> ripped his pants.
1: <laughs> yeah. God, that was like my favorite SpongeBob song. That that is favorite. still
0: such a good one, honestly. I mean, the first like like three, maybe even four seasons were just all
1: definitely really good, four. Yeah, I've had five, I've had uh, diminishing retur- returns on like season four, but is, it is kind of okay. There, there
0: are some good ones in season four, though. Like yeah. I think uh best day ever was season four.
2: I I hated best day ever. Really? really? On on principle, because they the top like it the top 100 episodes when they only had 80 half hours it and it all went up to a single
0: 11 minute episode ah well that's fair but i like i like the episode itself mainly because the song is really good
1: that was the thing i hated about uh, Nickelodeon, or, like, when they hyped up a bunch of these, like, big SpongeBob episodes, especially with Lost in Time. Oh, my I God, it's
0: th- a 30-minute episode that we're going to stretch to, like, 45 minutes or an
1: hour with patchy segments. Well, they actually had no, well, no. patchy segments Lost, for that Lost one. Lost in
2: Time was a regular... um yeah, okay, that was, was, a, re- thir- that was a regular
0: 22-minute. I was just kind of but, like... Yeah, kind of...
2: With Go so ahead. many of the um, half-hour specials having patchy segments you realize they're probably either 11 minute cartoons that they're pairing with 11 minutes of patchy stuff or they're maybe a few minutes longer but couldn't pair it with anything for a half hour thing so they decided to film patchy stuff
1: for it like i don't i don't mind the patchy segments that much but like
2: SpongeBob versus the Big One is my.
1: I don't think I, I
2: don't remember that. It was that so one. plain for me. Like there was nothing special about it.
0: Yeah, nothing really happens. It's like they get stranded, they meet the the gang of surfers, and they're like, "Okay, oh, we got to get back."
1: Oh, that one—the one with yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Jo- they got Johnny Depp for that one. <laughs> like. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, that was something.
0: That existed. Uh, <laughs> you know what also existed? Atlanta Scorpanus where... David Bowie. They, had, they got David Bowie and they didn't have him sing in a musical. Yeah, for crap, like, what? For what <laughs> reason? Maybe... Yeah. Yeah.
2: They made it up to him by having him make a song for the Spongebob musical.
1: Yay! Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even... It's,
3: what's really interesting is that all the songs in the Spongebob musical are by, like, different people.
0: And it's so good, like it, 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 it's something that you would you would be like, okay, well, this might work or it might not, but it totally does.
2: And it's Mm, it gives us our third distinctive version of well, maybe fourth of Dust Day ever, which is Mm. weird for something that it's honestly refreshing that it's not just remixes. Yeah,
0: Mm. no, I like that was all because when it was first announced, I was like why in god's name is spongebob getting a broadway musical but it works
1: yeah like, when, uh i haven't seen again i haven't seen the whole musical at all but i saw like a bit of the the kca performance that they did and it looks pretty cool honestly I, mean, I think
0: the fact that they basically went obviously a lot more cartoony but they basically went the kind of lion king route where it's like no it's not we're not gonna have them walk around in like full body costumes like that or, like, no, or have them or have them hold cardboard cutouts of or their hold, characters. have them hold cardboard <laughs> cutouts. It's like no; these are basically like almost, almost like uh, I would say almost like uh, cosplay, where it's just these really, um, really nice outfits that are inspired by the characters um, to evoke them. So and with can, no body, like Disney bring, bounding, but with Funko. <laughs> <Bunch laughs> so that they, yeah, so that they, yeah, exactly. So that they could bring all that forward and have all that emotion and and physical comedy and everything that you need in a stage performance.
2: Yeah, and and they gave their uh, happy happy birthday SpongeBob greeting in the uh, 20th anniversary special, which oh, is yeah. another reason why they couldn't not do a filmed version of the
1: musical to cap off that 20th anniversary.
0: Right. And I'm glad I'm so glad that they did because the
1: musical's great. I even watched um, that 20th anniversary like special they did which it goes all over the place but i actually really really enjoyed it um like especially wait has anyone here even seen the 20th anniversary i don't
2: think i have oh, of course i have
1: yeah i just love the ending uh mostly because um i think it just really ties up uh ties up a lot i don't know like yeah. uh yeah i don't know if i i don't know if i want to spoil it but um like, it involves Patchy and Spongebob. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I like that. Um, but then, um, I, I remember in the Lost
0: version of this, another um, special that I shit-talked was um, uh, was uh, Truth or Square. Yeah, the 10th anniversary one. Where they, like, hyped that up to no end, and then it was just
1: nothing. Yeah, that was, like... I, I remember watching it i'm like this is the 10th anniversary of spongebob what is this <laughs> I, like I, I i don't know the and it was long it was really long too like
0: yeah because uh, um, a good uh, but, but now it was patrick' stuff
1: again yeah i mean as far as robin he, robin williams was just kind of there as it looks yeah um, like all they did was just walk around the studio <laughs> and yeah but it was still funny. It was still mm-hmm. funny for like uh, for for a bit, though. Um, but although it's kind of a shame they didn't get Robin Williams to do like a voice of a character. But well, at the same time,
0: well, they didn't get David Bowie to sing in the musical, so why would you get Robin Williams to do a voice for an animated character? And Nickelodeon, and what, we missed the obvious.
2: What's funny <laughs> is in the in the uh, when the celebrities are uh, doing the Happy Birthday SpongeBob thing at the end of the twentieth. You see Gilbert Gottfried in a recording studio in in the studio. Happy birthday! So they
0: filmed.
2: So they filmed his greeting while probably while he was recording for a SpongeBob episode.
0: Oh, probably. <laughs> oh wow! I forgot. Hey, <laughs> okay, we have you Sponge in the booth anyways for- Let's do this really <laughs> quick for
1: five seconds. Yeah, we've, I mean, we've got gone on booth already. We've gone on a lot of SpongeBob tangents. Well, <laughs> no. it's,
2: it's not like I, we're going to be I, covering SpongeBob on this podcast a lot, so we might as well get on. Well, we're time.
0: not going to be covering it ever again, unless there is. Actually, no. Yeah, I don't think we'll be covering unless, it ever again on this podcast. So, us say
2: you? It, it would have to be an April Fool's thing again. It would have to be
0: of, April Fools, or but I think I think next time I do April Fools, I'm going to do something completely different. So we'll see.
2: Well, I, I figured it would be something related to a prominent. Uh, Disney TVA alum with their other work, like maybe Aaron's. You got obviously,
0: um, obviously, or, you got people like Dan, or if you did
2: on it, uh, Zanzibar for the Rocco, the Rocco episode, Zanzibar. That could be
1: fun. fun. Also, didn't uh, uh, Aaron Springer create a Disney show? Um, uh, I forget what it was called, Dilly Dilly billy it Bill, billy billy d billy billy dilly billy. Billy, billy, not billy d uh, <laughs> billy, billy dilly billy, dilly, billy,
0: billy, dilly, billy dilly, dilly super duper subterranean summer i never watched it it looked really strange well it, it, yeah of it looks course weird. you never watched it because it,
2: it only it aired in a bomb format for its entire 13 episodes which
0: was like over two weeks and nobody ever heard from it ever again.
3: That's the show that's trying really hard to be like a rubber hose Fleischer style, but also like a modern cartoon, right?
1: I, I guess. I'm not sure. I have like never the, seen it.
3: Like the characters have no joints, so their arms are like, and they have like, I don't know. It's a very specific style, but it feels like they're mixing that with like what a modern cartoon looks like. And it looks weird.
0: It just didn't look really it doesn't feel like a Disney show. And actually that's something I was gonna bring up earlier. Um is one thing that's kind of interesting. That's um if you go back and watch season one of Phineas and Ferb, you some of the stuff that they did where it's like, you know, live action inserts. I'm like, this feels like it's left over from when they were possibly pitching this to Nickelodeon.
1: Yeah. 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 It it in some ways, Phineas and Ferb, uh, or at least yeah, in the earlier episodes kind of felt almost very spongebob like but, but yeah
0: uh, i think it, it very quickly redefined itself to be it very much its own thing yes yeah but i think those early episodes still have a lot more nickelodeon dna in them and there's nothing wrong with that i like no, that yeah it's just um kind of like it's kind of weird to go back and look at now because it's like oh yeah this was a thing <laughs> Yeah. So I think that about covers it. Do we have um, anything else to say?
1: Uh, it's a good I,
2: I think we did more. We covered more than we did in the first round.
0: Yeah.
1: So hey, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Does anyone have anything they want to plug? I, uh, well, okay. So this episode's coming out on April Fool's Day, which is April first the day after is the start of my very own podcast realm of immersion Mm -hmm. uh so uh the first episode will be out the day after this one's out so you probably are gonna uh be able to hear it anyway so uh yeah the the realm of immersion you can follow uh that twitter uh for realm of immersion at realm immersion the first episode is going to be about beauty and the beast so there's that um, and I also have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Andrew Productions, where it's theme park vlogs and other stuff. And you can we'll follow me on. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, and also you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at AProductions09.
0: And on one of those vlogs, you mentioned a certain Space Mountain cast member. Yes, I did. Asked you if you had seen the new Phineas and Ferb movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Did we actually follow each other on Twitter yet back then? Or I can't remember. I think we did. I think we did. So I I didn't. I didn't actually know that that was you. you Well,
1: you were you were in a mask and a face shield, right? And and because it's Space Mountain, it was dark, so I couldn't clearly see you. See
0: anything?
1: I could hear you though, very clearly. But yeah, I mentioned you, uh, like in that in in that vlog. Uh, it was called a masked visit to Magic Kingdom. From I want to figure out
0: who the person that made the joke about um, does that shirt sure cost you $12.99 a month? <laughs> uh,
2: I'm on Twitter at the Nick Fan Club. My Instagram is Scott ninety four. I've been on the uh the most re- the two most recent previous episodes of this podcast, and I've been on four of the Emperor's New Podcast, including its own April Fool's episode where where Micah, Andrew, myself, and and a couple others cover the road to El Dorado.
3: Mm -hmm. Nice I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) And I'd like to plug in this toaster um no Um, (laughs) I I am at Micah Hirsch on Twitter I have a YouTube channel called Fireblast Studios where I make animated cartoons including my latest series Podcasts United, where I take excerpts from various podcasts out of context and animate them. That sometimes includes this one. And I have my own podcast, as mentioned before, called the Emperor's New Podcast, where I usually, except for this week, talk about something in the Emperor's New Groove franchise, whether it's the movie or an episode of the show
0: or something like that. You can find me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97. I actually just released a video all about Six Flags Magic Mountain my thoughts on the park and my critiques and what I would change. And if you liked that video, I'm actually planning on doing a similar one all about my first trip to Legoland Florida. So that's going to be coming out within the next couple of weeks. In other news, uh, it's not really new news because I've been putting this at the end of my podcast for a while now. I'm actually planning on bringing back my flagship series, Theme Park Backlot, which has been on hiatus since April for obvious reasons. The next episode is going to be all about Walt Disney World Resort infrastructure, the resorts, and Disney Springs. Specifically, the changes that have happened since um, Dave made his videos about those things. So, expect that within the next several months. I'm not entirely sure when it's going to be out. I just started working on it, so... You can also find this podcast on Twitter, at Podcast Acronym. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. Leave us a review and give us five stars. That really helps us out in the algorithm. You can find us on Anchor and all the other usual places. Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. I hope you enjoyed this bonus April Fool's Day episode. Tune in next week on our usual day Monday as we talk about Milo Murphy's Law, Going the Extra Milo slash The Undergrounders, and my good friend Jonathan Edward's Milo Murphy's Law Reanimated Project, right here on the podcast without a cool acronym.
1: Man, take me by the
0: hand.